when I talk about like creating space to be able to produce the things that I want to produce, then I have to continue to have the systems in place to help support that. So looking at how do I have more help within the business or targeted help, right, in certain things, even at home, like who else do I need on the support team in my personal life? Do I need an assistant? Do I need more help with the kids, right? Like it's really like looking at that and not being ashamed if I need more help because the type of work that I'm going to be doing that I do right now, it requires a lot of me. Welcome to the Journey to Launch podcast with your host, Jamila Souffrant. As a money expert who walks her talk, she helps brave journeyers like you get out of debt, save, invest, and build real wealth. Join her on the journey to launch to financial freedom in, in five, four, three, two, one. Hey, 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 journeyers. Okay, so. I'm so excited to be spending this time with you for you to be listening to this episode of the Journey to Launch podcast. This will be a solo episode. I'm going to be sharing some reflections, some wins, some lessons from 2021, which just ended, and some look forwards, like what I'm looking forward to, what I'm working on in 2022, and some lessons learned. So I'm hoping that you can take what I share here and apply it to your life, reflect back on how amazing you're doing. You're doing a good job, sweetie. Seriously, you are. And how much we've been through over the past couple of years and that you're still here. You're still listening. You're still tuning in and going forward, onward with your journey to freedom, to independence. And so I want to kind of just reflect on that with you today. And with that, let's jump right in. Journey to Launch is supported by First Republic Bank. Relationships really matter in your life journey and financial journey. A lot of banks have great offers to attract new clients, but what about their existing clients? First Republic is always focused on creating and nurturing long-term relationships, devising strategies, not tactics, and master plans, not transactions. That's why every client gets their own personal banker, a single point of contact to call, text, or email at any time for any reason. I love that I feel valued and supported as a First Republic client long after I've already opened up my account. They value their customers and it shows. First Republic calls it banking beyond the offer. And it's part of their commitment to extraordinary service. Isn't it time to discover what a long-term banking relationship can do for you? Visit firstrepublic.com today to learn more. That's firstrepublic.com, member FDIC, Equal housing lender. If you want the episode show notes for this episode, go to journeytolaunch.com or click the description of wherever you're listening to this episode. In the show notes, you'll get the transcribed version of the conversation, the links that we mentioned, and so much more. Also, whether you are an OG journeyer or brand new to the podcast, I've created a free jumpstart guide to help you on your financial freedom journey. It includes the top episodes to listen to, stages to go through to reach financial freedom, resources, and so much more. You can go to journeytolaunch.com slash jumpstart to get your guide right now. Okay, let's hop into the episode. So 2021, if you listen to this in real time, by the way, which means this episode comes out the first week in 2021. Happy New Year. 
let me know. Share it on social media. I love seeing the dedicated OG journeyers who listen like right away. And if you're listening later, it's fine too. You can still share. Take a screenshot. Tag me at Journey's Launch. So when I say take a screenshot, like take a screenshot of your phone or just share. Share the episode on social media or with a family member or friend. Tag me at Journey's Launch. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Let me know that you're listening and I can see it and respond. All right. So what a year 2021 was. So in 2021, hit a lot of milestones for the business, for my life, for the podcast. One of them is, well, it should be happening like as this comes out, but the podcast will be hitting 3 million total downloads. So it's a big milestone. And if I hit it, you'll see it on social media, which is another reason you should follow me on social media and be a part of my newsletter, which you can go to journey to launch.com slash join to be a part of that. That means the episodes, all the episodes have been downloaded 3 million times, which is insane to think about where I started from, where, you know, 10 listens, 10 downloads, and no one knew what Journey to Launch was or who I was in this space, you know, as a newcomer years ago. So super proud of that. And thank you, thank you, thank you for helping that happen because you're listening now and that counts, that counts so much. Also a big milestone or thing that I did was I was on Good Morning America. And so I talked about that more in episode 245. And that was big because I was on Good Morning America in 2020, but it was the Good Morning America 3, which is still amazing. But it was virtual and it's the third hour of Good Morning America and I was at home. This time I was in the studio live and I share more about the experience, but it was really, truly amazing. You can hear more about it again in episode 245 of the podcast. I was also featured in some other notable publications like The Cut in New York Magazine, the New York Times and others, those articles were really done well. Like, so the New York Times one, it just referenced the Journey Swatch podcast as a podcast I'll be with your money. And I had a profile in the cut slash New York magazine. And it was just, these are the opportunities that I can't say how much they mean in terms of getting visibility and the name out there. And just as a FYI, like people often ask me, Do I have someone who helps me get these media placements or how do I get on Good Morning America? And I'd say this, it's really just doing the work. And I don't mean to say that to be like, just do the work and it will come. But that's really how it how it gets done. So usually these are incoming inquiries. And that's because they've either heard about the podcast. They've done a little research on my work and then they're interested to talk more. And so this is really key because when you're doing the work and you're doing it in a way in which it resonates, not just with others, but with you, because, you know, the passion comes through, the right person will see it. Like you don't need a million followers. You don't need hundreds of thousands of downloads. Only one person needs to see what you're doing. And if that one person happens to work at Good Morning America, happens to be a writer for New York Magazine, you know, that's what matters. So continue doing the work. That's kind of how I put my head down and focus And I just know that whoever's meant to see what I'm doing will see it. I have big updates for my book journey. So I've talked about this on the podcast before. I am writing a book, (laughs) but I want to write it in the traditional sense. I want to go the traditional publishing route. And with that, it does take a lot of time. And so earlier this year, I actually decided to work with Megan Stevenson, who helps you with book proposals. And she helped write my book proposal. And I made an investment to work with her. 
And with that, we worked on the proposal for most of the year. That book proposal went out in October. And then I had meetings with potential literary agents. So I'm going to explain all of this in a separate episode all about book publishing because it is, you know, if you're not familiar with the space or the world of book publishing, it can be pretty confusing. It's a lot of steps to get to the end goal of publishing a book. And for me, or for most people, what that looks like is getting a literary agent, writing a proposal, getting a literary agent, then that literary agent gets you in front of publishers. You get meetings with publishers. Hopefully they want your book. And if more than one wants your book, it can go to auction. And then you choose who the best publisher is and they bid for it. So with me, my proposal was sent out in October to agents. I had five agents who wanted to rep me. I chose the one that I thought would put me in the best position to get the best deal. I then chose my agent. My agent then sent out a proposal to people they thought that would be interested to look at my book at publishing houses. I then got 11 meetings with different publishers and editors. I did that over like a week and met with them. And ultimately the book went to auction with 10 interested publishers and editors, meaning 10 people were interested in buying for my book. And at the end of the day, at the end of the year, I should create a book deal. So, you know, I'll talk about this more, what I'm focusing on in 2022, but it will be writing a book because it's happening (laughs) and it will most likely be due where I have to turn in my manuscript, the first draft by the end of 2022. Insane. So I'm really excited and proud about that. In 2021, I also became the host of the Modern Life podcast with Fidelity. So season one wrapped up in December. And it was an amazing experience. You know, it's kind of cool because I literally do Journey to Launch wherever I find space, (laughs) the podcast. Right now I'm in my bedroom. I actually have like a little cough so you may hear my voice going in and out. But it's really, you know, just me and the mic and a computer. And we try our best, you know, (laughs) the people on my team, Emily, who edits the podcast to make this sound good. When I was working on the Modern Life podcast, like it was full production. We were in a studio. There was a video component. They put a lot of money to make this look and sound good. And so I love seeing the contrast of what that was like, having that experience, and then like my (laughs) low budget experience when I'm recording. Overall, though, it was an amazing time. We interviewed so many amazing people on the first season. You can listen to the Modern Life podcast, by the way, wherever you listen to my podcast, just search Modern Life. But to be associated with such a great brand uh, like Fidelity and to be a podcast host where I know that that is my one of my gifts are conversations. It's talking to people. It's empathy in terms of how I frame conversations and bring out stories. And so for me to have the opportunity to showcase that and to get paid for it, I can't explain like how in alignment this all is. So that was really great to see everything come together like that. I also hired a financial planner, bookkeeper, and tax planner for Journey to Launch and myself, like personally as a family. And I'm going to talk about why I did that in another episode. But ultimately, I feel like I am going into another realm (laughs) of how much money I'm making, the responsibility I feel to just like my family to make sure I'm managing this money right. And I had a friend say to me, and they meant well, but they were like, oh, you know, like, you know, you're already like a money educator and expert. Why do you need a financial planner? 
And I said to them, I was like, well, you know, a doctor doesn't treat themselves. A doctor goes to another doctor, you know, for reasons. And it clicked for them. And even more clicked for me was that, you know, a lot of times I'm okay with doing most things on my own. Like I'm very DIY, but I'm also, I recognize when it's time to level up and invest in professional help. And so for me, that's why if I'm getting to another level, if I want to aim at where I'm going and not where I am or where I was, then I'm going to act as if I'm going to invest the money as if, as it's happening. And for me, it was important to do that. So more to come on that in a separate episode of all the things I'm learning from that process. But with that, it takes me to kind of why I felt necessary to hire help with the expenses and income for the business was that my business hit a income milestone. So for 2021, I booked over about $430,000 worth of income for Journey to Launch. Now, I only received in 2021 a little over 400000 So if you're you know working with brands and when you have invoices, usually they take a while to pay. So I got some people who still need to pay me. But overall, you know, it's been a great year and it's been definitely an increase even from last year. So just to do a quick recap, in 2018, the business made $29,000. In 2019, the business made $81,000. 2020, the business made $257,000. And then in 2021, only counting what I received, not what I booked, I'm going to go with a lower number at $400,000, a little over $400,000. So it's been growing exponentially, which I'm really happy about. And when it comes to that, though, this is the other thing I really have to say is that I like to be transparent, like if I'm going to share the revenue to share like expenses and profit, because you'll see people say, oh, I made like six figures. I made a million dollars. But it's like, how much of that did you really make? Because if you spent a million dollars to make a million and one dollars, you only really made a dollar or the profit was only a dollar. So profitability is important. And so with that, you know, my expenses actually went up tremendously in 2021, but they were all good. Like, this is the reason why I was able to make the money I made is because I invested in my business, in myself, to put myself in the position to earn more. So while my expenses in 2020, I think this set, if this is correct, what I'm looking at was around 62000 My expenses in 2021 were more like over 200000 And I don't have the final expense number because we're still looking at the books. But a lot of that included the more partnerships I had, the more I paid my agent who gets a percentage of that. And that also includes investing in professional help and contractors and all the people that help me do the things I do here so that I can focus on doing the work and creating the ideas and the concepts and delivering you what I hope is great um, products. And when I say product, it's mostly the podcast and giving you the tools you need to move forward. So overall, still, my profit was healthy, made a great profit still, but it's really kind of cool, like seeing the trajectory of Journey to Launch grow. And then also what I'm going to talk about a bit in 2022 is realizing that I don't need it to grow exponentially going forward. I said this last year. And so I'll talk about that more in my goals for 2022. Okay, some other big things that happened in 2021. I took the big stage at FinCon as a big idea speaker. I shared that speech on the podcast that was actually on episode 248. So if you want to listen to my speech from FinCon, go to episode 248 of the podcast. I talk about how I evolved from a spectator in 
this industry to where I am today. So check that out. I completed the rebrand for journeytolaunch.com and the podcast, like the cover art. And I have a new site, if you didn't know, jamilasoufrant.com. So I have my own personal brand website. In terms of my own offers, like what I can directly offer you, if you're listening to me, and you're like, I love this, Jamila, I need more. One of those offers was the Money Launch Club. So if you've been a longtime listener, even you may have been in the Money Launch Club, that was my membership community that I shut down earlier this year. And I talked about why I shut it down in episode 224. So I won't go too much into that. But it was so important for me to do because it allowed me to free up more of my time and energy to focus on all the other things that I'm working on now. But it took a lot for me to, you know, do it. And I was talking about actually closing it internally, like with myself and a few close friends for a while. And so the fact that I actually did it and followed through was actually big for me. And I also, I opened up the doors to my own signature course, Map Your Path to Financial Independence. And that did really well. And doors are, I'm not sure if doors open or close now. <laughs> but by the time you're listening to this, it may be open, it may be closed. But if you want to get on the wait list so that you know about when it's opening before anyone else and get bonuses, you can go to journeytolaunch.com slash FI course. And you'll get to see all about what it's about when you go to that site. And so that's like my business update. So I was categorizing this a bit when I took my notes, like those are business updates, but I don't want my life to only be business, right? Like even though it's kind of sometimes gets all meshed together, because sometimes for me, like I love what I do so much that it doesn't feel like work. I mean, it does feel like work, but sometimes it feels like these are just like major things that I'm doing that it does take over my life. But also, you know, there's a lot else that I do. I'm I'm a wife, I'm a mom. I want to focus on other things, not just like business, right? So with that, I'm super proud of myself because I definitely made fitness and health and mental wellness more of a priority in 2021. So I began seeing a therapist, you know, that was great for me. <laughs> and then I also prioritized working out. So I talked about running before in the podcast, and I don't know why you run if you're a runner. Let me stop. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Because I'm a runner. I'm a runner now. But it's something that I had to work myself up to do. Like, it's still not something I say, whoo, I can't wait to go run. But like honestly, like when I'm out there running, it, if I can admit on the low low, it does feel a little good, especially when I'm done. So I've been alternating between running about three miles and then working out at my local gym. And I'm not going to say I'm in the best shape of my life, <laughs> but I am getting there. Like I see it. And so I feel so much better than I did. Like honestly, going into 2020, where it was just, I was still kind of on the fritz in terms of my fitness and I wasn't, I wasn't seeing a therapist. So for me, I feel like 2021 was the year of me reclaiming my health, which included fitness and mental wellness. I also feel like I focus more on family and friends. <laughs> like some of my friends would be like, yeah, right, Jamila, you're still taking too long to return my text. But I will say that I feel like when it comes to my personal relationships, I have been more intentional with them. So I have been reconnecting with some of my friends this year. You know, I even have a standing calendar get together with one of my friends. Like we had to put it on a calendar or it wouldn't happen. So we were like, okay, once a month, we are doing a Zoom call. And so that, even though it's a Zoom call and it's only once a month, like it feels good that we're making it a priority, the both of us to talk to each other. And when it comes to like family and just resting time, like, so we took a couple of vacations this year. My husband and I, we took an anniversary trip, just the two of us. That was amazing. We took a family vacay with the kids and my mom and sister. And then I even got to travel to see my siblings in Jamaica. So 
I felt like this year was a really good balance of rest and work, but then also having time with friends. But if I can be honest, I could definitely do more of that in 2022. When it comes to lifestyle, home and other, so I categorize it, like I said, like lifestyle, home and other is one category. These to me are the things that allow me to do what I'm doing. So when people say, how are you doing all the things, you know, like, you know, you're a mom of three, you have a business, like how are you getting to run? How are you going to the gym? And it's because of some of these things that I'm about to share. So in 2021, I continued on with our lovely housekeeper who comes in every other week. She started in 2020, but we, you know, we kept it up all 2021. So that was definitely helpful. I mean, if I could have it my way, I'd have her come in every week. (laughs) So we got to figure out that. But right now it's every other week. And it's such a big help to at least know that the house will get deep cleaned twice a month. I also more recently hired a babysitter slash tutor for the kids. So kids go to school, they go to public school, but then they come home. Uh, The older boys were going to after school, but I really wanted them to be home and to also just get specialized or one-on-one attention, especially when it comes to the academics, because they all have things that they can work on and also just so they're comfortable at home. So I made the decision to hire someone who can come in and help with pickup and help them with their homework, help them with the specific things they need. And to, you know, for them to have fun in the house or outside at the park or in the library. And so that's been going really well. And I really hope we can continue that in 2022. Actually, I'm currently, so by the time this airs, hopefully it's going great and we kept her, but I'm working for with someone who's going to help prepare meals. So that's a big thing because I don't really like cooking. <laughs> and my husband cooks. Well, he doesn't really cook. He tries. And he's good when he tries. But it's not like our thing. Neither one of us want to really take ownership of that. <laughs> So a lot of nights we go where we like run out of food. And so we're eating frozen food, which is not too bad. But then we're ordering out, if I can be honest. And so, or just scrambling. Or sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I'm not hungry. I'll just like eat something random. You know, it's not really healthy. So uh, we're going to try this out. And I'm hoping that in 2022, like this is a common line item in our budget. Someone helping with cooking. Also, this is really big. We started renovations on our basement. This is big because this now allows more space for us as a family. And we hired a designer to help kind of bring this vision to light. We're like, if we're going to spend all this money in the basement, we might as well do it in a way where we love it. And so that started in 2021. Hopefully it will be done in 2022. No, it'll be done in 2022. We just hopefully it'll be done soon. And with that, then I will get an office. So there's a room down there that can be turned into my office slash maybe guest room Mostly it'll be my office. But when I think about me writing a book in 2022, like I want to have an oasis where I can feel inspired and feel motivated to do some work and escape from everyone when I need to escape. So I'm really excited about that. Those were like the major things. Uh, There are probably things I'm missing out on. But for me, major things in 2021, 2021 was a great year professionally, personally. And I'm really looking forward to this year, 2022. All right, let's talk about 2022, some goals, some things I am going to be working on. So priority is going to be writing this book. Uh, It's like real, right? Like I had a talk with my editor. I have an editor now, you know, at the publishing house that I'm with, which again, I will share more about this when it's more official. So you're getting like the tea. You're getting kind of like the behind the scoop a bit before it's really official. So, but for me, it's like writing the book. I need time and space to write what I want to be a perennial seller, something that 
like the way if you feel about this podcast has changed your life, that speaks to you, I want to write a book that does that. And that means I'm going to have to pour a lot into it. And so I got to make space for that. And so my main priority in 2022 will be writing the book and continuing to focus on the podcast because it is my main source of getting information out to you. It's my main source of content. Um, And so it's going to be the book and the podcast as the main things, but primarily the book. And when I talk about like creating space to be able to write the book and to be able to produce the things that I want to produce, then I have to continue to have the systems in place to help support that. So looking at how do I have more help within the business or targeted help, right? In certain things, even at home, like who else do I need on the support team in my personal life? Do I need an assistant? Do I need more help with the kids, right? Like it's really like looking at that and not being ashamed if I need more help because the type of work that I'm going to be doing that I do right now, it requires a lot of me. And so I can't do that if I'm drained or I'm stressed or I'm sick, So it's really going to be leveling up in a way, probably even more than I did this last year, 2021, of hiring support, investing money to allow me to get time, energy back in my life to work on the important things. Now, when it comes to income, so it's funny because I I know I share my numbers and I got to be honest, I don't know how how much more I will continue to share the actual numbers. Like I always go back and forth between, I know it's inspiring to share like what I'm making. I love when I first came into this space, like seeing people share, like I made X amount writing this article or X amount doing this brand deal or my business did this. It is very inspiring when you see people do that, especially when they're transparent, like on the expenses side or like what it took to do that. But there's also a part of me, like I don't want to turn that into, it's almost like a cheap way to get likes (laughs) or people to double tap and, to get excited. Like, that's probably not clear. (laughs) But if you know, you know. And, you know, I just want to do it in a way that feels authentic. I'm also still, if you can believe it or not, private about certain things. And so it's like finding that balance. So when I talk about like money and income, I know it's important to share. I know, like I talk about that, like especially sharing with your family and friends and your, your close friends, right? Or your circles about what you're doing, which I do, right? But there is a line of publicly how much is you feel comfortable doing. But I will say that income for 2022, I'm not pushing it. Like if I do as much as I did in 2021, I'm fine. If I do less in 2022 than I did in 2021, and that means I had more space, actually more time off, I'm fine with that too. I'm at the point where it's not about the money. Like, I've, I feel like I've been at that point. Uh, I've been at that point for a while now where, and it's a very privileged place to be. I understand that. I know that. In the beginning when I was, you know, we have to pay our bills. And yeah, it was, okay, more focusing on how much we can make or how much the business can make. But honestly, it was one of the reasons when I quit my job, I'd save so much money because I never wanted to be in that position where I felt stress to make money. And so I feel like that even more now where, you know what? It's fine. I could do more. I could do less as long as the quality of my life is intact and it raises. And so I'm good with doing what I did. (laughs) And, you know, I would say that even entering into 2022, there were some signed deals already where I felt like if I only did that, I'm fine. (laughs) Uh, And so that that's a really safe, great place to be in. I will probably be opening doors to the FI course. And part of me, when I say probably, is like, 
if it's going to cause more work than I can handle, then I'm not going to do it. So yes, even though I know I can make money doing it, do I need to? Do I want to? If the answers are no, then it won't happen. But if you want to be on the know to get on that wait list, go to journeytolaunch.com slash FI course to learn more. So here are some lifestyle goals for 2022. It's, you know, continuing to spend and invest in the areas that help save me time and money and energy. That means being able to still keep our housekeeper who comes in every other week, outsourcing the cooking, which I talked about. So hopefully that will go well, even if it doesn't, like finding someone who can continue to do that. Still having a babysitter tutor for the kids, potentially hiring maybe a personal assistant to help with some errands around the house. Those are going to be really important, again, to give me that space to do some of the work that I want to do. I want to continue to make movement and exercise a priority. So I know how good I felt doing it in 2021. And so I want to make that a priority. So sometimes that means I start my workday later. Like I don't start it until 10 or 11 a.m. Because after I drop off the kids, I go to run or I go to the gym. So if that means less time to work, I'm fine with that. Right. And so that's what it means for me when I say make it a priority. That means my workday starts later and I maybe I'm more actually efficient because I know my workday starts later and I'm fine with that. Definitely want to keep up with my therapy and then the big project, the basement project, where it's going to be hopefully an oasis where I have somewhere to write my book <laughs> and to just be another family space is going to be really important as we expand and and enter into 2022. All right. So now just I want to give some takeaways or lessons learned. And I know I've been rambling about like 2021 and 2022. But while I was doing that, I hope you were writing down your wins and what you're going to focus on this year ahead, because it's important to reflect because oftentimes like we don't realize how much we've done, how much we've accomplished, how much we should be proud of ourselves. You know, we can have a biased perception of things and only think about the things that go wrong or things that we don't have. So hopefully you are giving yourself credit for everything you're doing and that you will be doing going forward. But with that, I'm going to share like when people say to me, Jamila, how are you doing all the things you're doing other than having the help that I have? Right. But meaning like mentally, emotionally, like how is it how is it that it seems like you say you want to you want to get a book deal and you get a book deal. You say you want the podcast to grow and it's growing. Like, how are you able to do some of that? And so these are the takeaways that I've I've seen help me in 2021 that are going to continue to help me in 2022 and beyond. So the first major thing was I am willing to invest and spend the money. I know that's again a privilege statement if you don't have money, right? Like but for me it was about even like when it is something where it's just a lot of money uh, relative to maybe something I've ever paid for before whether it's investing in help like a book proposal or help in the home. It's like, yeah, I can keep that money and save it and invest it into the stock market. That's great. Or I can keep this money or spend this money in these areas that will put me in better positions to make more money, to have more energy, to be a better you know, mom, to be a happy wife <laughs> and to do the things that I wanna do. And so I felt like in 2021, I definitely leveled up and spent money in those areas. And it's definitely resulted in some of my success. And so I will continue to do that um, and invest in the help that I need where it's necessary so that I can continue to move forward. So I would say that investing and spending money in a way that saves you time, energy, and money is important. And it doesn't always have to be a lot of money either. You know, sometimes you can find something that is relatively maybe 
uh, not as expensive, whether it's a $50 thing or a service or product, and you realize how much of a return on of investment it is. The second thing was investing in my physical and mental health. So please do not skimp on and or neglect your physical and mental health, whatever that looks like for you. You don't have to run three miles. You don't have to join your gym, even if that means getting up and taking a walk. Mental health, meaning even if you, you're seeing a therapist or at least uh, getting into meditation or doing some yoga at home, you know, they have free YouTube videos. Find some way to focus on your physical and mental health. I know doing that in 2021 helped me tremendously. Number three, take more time off. So the more I slow down, the more I speed up. I feel like the big moves that have been made. So when it comes to somebody asking me to be on Good Morning America or considering me for big partnerships, like I've done the work, right? And I'm doing the work, but I'm not in the rooms where that's happening. I'm like, I'm not included in, when, in the initial conversations. I like to envision that when I'm out for my run, when I'm out with a friend or when I'm home chilling, that those are the, that's when the conversations are happening. And sometimes it feels like the more I rest, the more I let the seeds take root, the more prosperous and the more they grow. And so sometimes if you're running yourself ragged to the ground, you won't see the opportunities. You won't be ready for the opportunities when they're coming. And so you have to make some time to rest and whatever that means for you. And it's all relative. So it's literally, you don't have to go from, you know, no rest at all to resting and taking off every day for the rest of the year, right? It can be, you know what? I never have time for myself. I never take a break. Let me get 30 minutes of peace, of, you know, extra sleep, whatever that looks like for you. I'm challenging you to actually take more time off and rest this year. I want to do that myself. If at the minimum, I want to be able to enjoy my summers, focus on the things that matter without feeling overwhelmed and stressed out. Last thing I'd say is what helped me a lot is saying no. So I was able to say no to a lot of things in 2021, whether that was meetings, potential deals and partnerships, just requests for my time and energy that I didn't want to give. And I'm not going to say I'm perfect at it. I still said yes to things maybe that I shouldn't have in terms of just like my energy, but I'm getting so much better at it. And it's something I'm going to have to do in 2022 and beyond if I want to live the life that is going to be the life that I love. And that's going to be a life for my family and then to give Journey to Launch what it needs. And so please find the strength to say no to people, to things, and just situations that are not serving you, that are draining you, that are not positive. Continue to do that or start to do that for yourself. You will see a big increase in capacity for what comes into your life. All right. That was a lot, but I hope you got something from this. Let me know your favorite takeaway. Let me know what you have going on this year, what you're focusing on in 2022 or a big win that you want to brag about. Don't be, don't be ashamed to brag, you know. Um, let me know. Again, tag me at Journey to Launch. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Journey to Launch. And I can't wait to see what you have in store for 2022. All right, Journeyers. Don't forget, you can get the episode show notes for this episode by going to journeytolaunch.com or click the description of wherever you're listening to this. And you can still grab your jumpstart guide for free to help you on your journey to financial freedom by going to journeytolaunch.com slash jumpstart.
If you want to support me and the podcast and love the free content and information that you get here, here are four ways that you can support me and the show. One, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you listen, whether that's Apple Podcasts, that purple app on your phone, your Android device, YouTube, Spotify, wherever it is that you happen to listen, just subscribe so you are not missing an episode. And if you're happening to listen to this in Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe there. I appreciate and read every single review. Number two, follow me on my social media accounts. I'm at Journey to Launch on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I love, love, love interacting with journeyers there. Three, support and check out the sponsors of this show if you hear something that interests you. Sponsors are the main ways we keep the podcast lights on here. So show them some love for supporting your girl. Four, and last but not least, share this episode, this podcast with a friend or family member or coworker so that we can spread the message of Journey to Launch. All right, that's it. Until next week, keep on journeying, journeyers. Journeyers.